Welcome to the Encourage Podcast. We are all different ages, in different life stages, and we come from different cultures and churches. But our common thread is the hope of Jesus. Here's some of that hope to get you through today. Today's article is written by Becky Keith and is titled, The Unexpected Gift of Finding Common Ground. I had a wonderful time with one of my best pals the other night. I never imagined saying that about someone more than 40 years older than me who was born in another country. I never imagined I would love someone so much with whom I had so little in common. She has never been a mother or a sister, and I've never been an artist or engineer. She's never written a book, and I've never traveled the world. I don't know what it's like to lose my husband or live through World War II, and she doesn't know what it's like to live with clinical anxiety. But for all our differences, there is always common ground to be found. We both have an affinity for houseplants, reading, and a good cup of coffee. We both adore mountains and trees and changing leaves. We both believe life is better with pie and gratitude. And every time we're together, I learn something new about my beautifully aged friend that makes me love her even more. As we sat together near first base, watching my two older sons play baseball as the late afternoon sky turned to golden dusk and the nearby foothills, palm trees, and pines popped like charcoal silhouettes against the sky, I learned that once Crystal sliced her leg open while skiing, when she got to urgent care, the doctor told her the numbing shots might hurt as bad as the actual stitches. So she said, well then, just sew me up but make sure you do it tight because I've got a downhill ski race in three days. She threw her head back and laughed. It was almost as if her decades of lines and wrinkles faded into the shadows of wild memories. Though her 80-something-year-old body can no longer shred the slopes, run a 10K, soar upside down in a prop plane or white water raft, yes, she did all those things. Her adventurous spark and joy for life is still alive and well and I almost missed the gift of her story and pleasure. Earlier in the day, Crystal came to mind. She often does. Several times a week, I stop by with a cup of coffee, with cream and sugar, just how she likes it, and only half full because she and her husband always shared just one cup. How sweet is that? Or she comes over for dinner, or I drop off a plate of tacos or a bowl of chili if we're running back and forth between kids' sports. We've grown into a sweet rhythm of sharing life. My boys take her trash cans in and out every week. She pops onto our porch with a box of C's candy or pie from Marie Callender's. Bless her. Over the years, God has taught me to pay attention to His Holy Spirit and to whom He wants to love through my presence. This has especially been true with Crystal. There was a time He used my dusty skills in medical billing to alleviate a source of her stress or the time he showed me how chocolate cake can be a step of obedience. I've learned to delight in responding to the Spirit's guidance, even if it costs me temporary awkwardness or inconvenience. But when I felt the nudge to invite Crystal to the baseball game, I hesitated. The thought crossed my mind that it would be easier to go to the game alone. Alone, I could listen to a podcast or sneak in a chapter of Jamie Nato's book Between Innings. 
Alone, I wouldn't have to worry if she was hot or cold or needed a play-by-play explanation. But alone also isn't as rich as together. Alone doesn't make room for someone else to belong. If I had chosen alone, Crystal would have spent another evening alone too. I pulled out my phone and scooted closer to my dear friend. She doesn't understand selfies, but I told her I like capturing memories, so she obliged and gave a little wave to boot. I showed her the photo and she asked, how can I get a print of this? I'll get one made for you. She smiled wide and said she will send it to her family in Germany. I think God was smiling too. He delights when his kids take care of one another. He is thrilled when we soak in his love for us so much that we can't help but let it pour out to others. Hebrews 13 verse 16 says, Don't neglect to do what is good and to share, for God is pleased with such sacrifices. Philippians 2 verse 4 reminds us, Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. And of course, Jesus commands, love each other, just as I have loved you, you should love each other. John 13, verse 34. Who in your life can you love and look out for this week? Who might be waiting for an invitation to belong? I guarantee they won't be the only one marked by the gift of together. For more encouragement in loving people right where you are with exactly what you have, Grab a copy of Becky's book, The Simple Difference, How Every Small Kindness Makes a Big Impact. To read more from our writers, visit encourage.me. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode and find us everywhere on social at encourage. You can now order Create in Me a Heart of Mercy, the next Bible study from Encourage. The final in this four-study series is written by Darina Lazo Gilmore-Young and features stories from your favorite Encourage writers. Order your copy and get the first week for free today at encourage.me forward slash podcast. The Encourage podcast is narrated by Rachel Marie Kong and brought to you by Dayspring. For over 50 years, Dayspring has created quality cards, books, and gifts that help you live your faith. Find out more at dayspring.com.